episode 40, Dear Stranger and Friend. That's a, a milestone, I guess. Whatever. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, it's me, your beautiful, wonderful, handsome podcast host, Paul Massbad. Thank you so much for being here for another week of Dear Stranger and Friend, for the 40th episode of Dear Stranger and Friend, the podcast where I try to be better to the people in my life, or over the past couple episodes, try to be better to the people I met on the road. Because if you don't remember, last fall, my friend Max and I went on a cross-country road trip in his miniature modded school bus and it was a it was a lot of fun it was so much fun i can't believe i i did it i was just talking to max last night how i still feel guilty about some of the times i've driven the bus because at some points i was a little reckless but it was so long ago it feels like now it feels like it was almost forever ago and it feels like we were on the road for a lot longer than just a month it feels like we were there forever which is both good and bad and weird for my memory banks But anyway, this episode, uh, I'm talking to someone named Ben, who we stayed at. We stayed at his house in Lincoln, Nebraska. We had this conversation, though, after I had gotten back to New York, because time didn't really work out. In the last episode, like I said, we got caught up in Colorado, so we lost a little bit of a day. But either way, it was was a lot of fun to meet him, and uh, it was super fun to just talk to him afterwards. I was really excited to have this conversation. I got to learn a lot about his life. Uh, I'm not going to say any more about that. There's going to be cool announcements at the end of uh, the episode, so just keep listening. And uh, I'm going to stop rambling now. Let's just uh, get into that episode there. What's happening? Hey, man. <laughs> hey, dude, what it is? Uh, how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. I'm sorry about the bad lighting in here. Hey, I just I actually opened up a text edit like window, so it's all white on my screen. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so it's like super bright. Yeah. It's bu- yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't need to do that if it's if it's uh, no one can see it but us. Oh so, no. It's our yeah. little secret. It's our little secret. You're right. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I usually start these things with how we met, but I mean, I guess that would be cool this time too, from your perspective, but it'll be the same. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So how how we met, huh? I mean, y'all rolled it in a bus. (laughs) Yeah. Like, (laughs) I don't know how else to, to do that, but that's how I usually uh, start these. But, um... Since you were one of the people we met on the road, some, one thing I've been asking a lot of people is like, um, were were you in Nebraska your whole life? Is that yeah, born and raised in Nebraska, man. Um, in in Lincoln, you're in Lincoln, right? I want yeah. to sound like an idiot. No, no, no. Okay, so I live in Lincoln, but I moved here like oh, I don't know, four years ago now or so. So I'm mm-hmm. from west. I'm from like south central Nebraska. Oh, okay. What what brought you out to to Lincoln? Well, um, what brought me out here this time, at least, was like uh, I was playing in, in a country band at the time called Dylan Bloom Band, mm-hmm. and we were playing a bunch of shows. And I was like, "Well, it'd be make more sense if I had a place to live in Lincoln instead of just traveling all the time." So yeah. I ended up, so I ended up like finding this cheap old apartment, and that, and like I just paid nothing for rent, and that's where I met Max. The fir- no, that's where Max came through the first time. Was oh, the old apartment. Yeah. So Is that, that where? Like- you- oh, sorry to cut you off, man. Oh no, go ahead. Um, where did, what, how did you guys meet? How did you and Max meet? 
Me and Max met because I my band came through to New York on tour, oh. and uh, and we met Max because we were playing with Anna Traveler. Like, do you know the folks from uh, American Pinup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, not too closely, but <laughs> we uh, tour with them like all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. They just. Yeah, they just played. I just went to their last show thing. Um, at Garcia's. On Max, yeah, on Max's birthday. I'm kind of like really embarrassed because <laughs> I, I just see myself in certain pictures and I'm like, I don't remember <laughs> doing that at all. <laughs> Dude, uh, I played. I played at Garcia's with and the Traveler and and American Pinup. Oh, that's crazy. That's like, cool. Like I've yeah, I've totally been there. <laughs> oh, that's really sick. I didn't. It was it was kind of like. I know when we were going around for me anyway, it was hard for me to be like, "Yo, so how do you know? How do you know Max? How did? How's like? Cause I didn't want to like, you know, ruin the moment of just like, oh my god, I can't believe you're back, kind of thing." You know? Yeah, yeah, no. So I bumped into Max. Can I tell you a, a Max story? Yeah, of course, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, did I mention the tombstone? No, when, I don't. Uh, we were when we were hanging out. So like, when when we went to go play in New York. Um, Max was just like, okay, let's like you can stay at our place, you know, it's 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 no big deal. So mm-hmm. he wanted he wanted to go out, you know, drinking. So we went out uh, drinking in uh, Yonkers, yeah. and like that's when I first got to know Max was him just taking me and Tim and Zach mm-hmm. Zellner, our old drummer. We just went around like bars, and, like <laughs> we stumbled into some places, man. Like some places were closing down, but Max knew some people, so we were like kind of mm-hmm. hanging out and then like some other places we went to you had to, like kick on the door twice to like get into it because it was like 4 a.m and shit oh man that's crazy <laughs> and like he's like yeah let's go to this place and i'm over here like this is blowing my mind i'm from nebraska man like oh, that kind of stuff happens <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're, hanging out the, we're hanging out deep in yonkers chilling and it was a good time and ever since then i've been like max you ever want to come hang out yeah. weekend, man <laughs> and then he hit me up on it he's like hey yeah. I'm, I'm driving cross country <laughs> yeah like, he was saying um, the first time he came, I guess that was the Lincoln was like his first stop, right? I don't really remember uh, his order of things, but yeah, um, this is why I'm I'm starting to think maybe he needs to be here for this. But uh, <laughs> that could be right. episode. <laughs> yeah, for sure, it it would be great just to like listen to you guys like chat and gab and all that stuff. I mean, I like I barely know Max, as in like I haven't spent that much physical time next to the guy. But like mm-hmm. at the same time, we all have the same homies and like. Just like the the times that we've spent, it's been very intentional and like they're like doing something, you know. And yeah. So, so like I feel pretty pretty tight with him. So when he was like, "Hey, my buddy Paul's coming through," I'm like he's gonna be in the van with me. I'm like, "Dope, dude. He's totally welcome. He's riding in a van with you, man. He must be a yeah. good guy." Like, yeah. Thanks so much. That means a lot. Th- also, thanks for letting us sleep in in your house. Oh, dude, no problem. That's, I, um, that's not a big deal. We like we watched um, Con Air. I like he fa- he was like you have your computer and I was like yeah like we got back <laughs> and uh, he just like found it on the internet somewhere and was like we're watching Conair and uh, of all the movies yeah because we when we got so we, we got stuck in uh, Santa Fe um, like for a couple days because the bus was getting worked on so we were staying in hotels like that's the most we've stayed in hotels the whole trip and. Uh, Every time we were trying to leave, we had to check out by 11, but Conair would be on. <laughs> and we, were, we would both be like, damn, I wish we could just sit here because we're still kind of just waiting for the bus to get fixed. Like, I yeah. wish we could stay a little longer. To finish Conair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here's the funny thing, too, because tonight he's having a like a birthday party 
thing at his house in Yonkers. And um, he was giving me so much grief for buying cassette tapes when we were in uh, <laughs> New Orleans. He's like, yeah, where the fuck are you going to play this? We're on a bus that doesn't even have that. Like, And he's like, I doubt at home you have a tape player. And I was like, well, I used to in one of my old cars. It just became a habit. Like, I, I couldn't defend myself. <laughs> And he's like, that's like if you bought me a VHS. So I ordered a VHS of Conair. Oh, man. That's so <laughs> that's, dope. That's, that's perfect. Yeah, and that's the gift I gave him. I'm going to give him later tonight. And uh, I was telling him about it. I was like, dude, you're either going to really hate me or just think it's the funniest thing. Because you don't have a VHS player. And I don't think anybody has a VHS player anymore. No, my brother has our only one that's like a remnant of like our family's years forever ago. Like he has yeah. the one. The, the one. <laughs> he won't let me have it. He also has a working Betamax player too, which is pretty oh impressive. My God. That's great. I don't even think I really have a DVD player if it's not like attached to a video game system. That's oh, kinda dude. Well, yeah, but I, I crossed that bridge forever ago, man. You know? Yeah. It's, oh. it's kind of funny too because I'm thinking about like – family stuff and holding on to those things there's i'm pretty sure there's a tv somewhere in this house i that has a vhs vhs player but it's like attached to the tv oh you know, yeah those the, the combos mm-hmm. yeah and damn dude like if we could find that that'd be we have like titanic on vhs oh. yeah, like the a two, the a two tape one <laughs> yeah dude Dude, we have the original, like, unpre-fucked with Star Wars on VHS. Oh, like, my God. like That's like, sweet. Like, like the pre-CG ones. Yeah. And, like, for, oh, man. And, like, those things are my holy grail. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, how... I mean, I mean... No, I definitely feel you. Like, how... Especially with those movies. Are you a big Star Wars guy? Are you a... Yeah. I mean, I like Star Wars. Yeah, for sure. Did you watch the new one? I have seen the new one, yeah. What did you think of it? I know this is weird. This is like a weird topic, but I don't know. No, no. I mean, I don't know. I, there were so many points in the movie. I was like, shit. Yeah, this is going to be. And then I was like, ah, okay. But still like, yeah, do this. I'm like, oh, well, okay. And then at the end of it, I was like, okay, so nothing's changed. Like, yeah, I I was like, come on, this could have been their chances to hit us with big old left curves of like weird stuff happening. Like, yeah, my, like my hope was the force awakens was just a big, like nostalgia, like, like cookie mm-hmm. like yeah. oh here's we're gonna take care of the series don't worry and then they're gonna run with it didn't happen I'm just no like, yeah i don't know what do you think of it i i have a really i have a really weird relationship with movies in general um and i don't know when it happened i want to like make some excuse about like uh, maybe it was when one of my grandmothers passed away. I started really liking movies in a, in a strange way but that's not <laughs> the case at all that sounds a little morbid as a joke yeah no <laughs> whatever man. i get it but uh, so like I cry every time I see an X-wing on on the on the on the screen. So I had to watch that movie alone in the middle of the day. So I was just like, just that beginning sequence. I was like crying. I was like, this is the best thing ever. And then there would be moments where I was like, okay, I just want to get to the next part where like lasers are shooting. Like, cool. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I enjoyed it, and I think it comes from such an emotional place as opposed to yeah. like my my art brain or my smart brain or whatever the smart side of my brain it comes from like the little kid in me for sure no i mean i i definitely have like 
a nice separation between like things that like I, I, I can understand that I like because they're a certain thing and not because they're like the best thing. Yeah. You know? And like Star Wars is not they're not the best movies. As in like they're not like they're not fucking Schindler's list, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah. So you you there's some concessions. Like like you said, there's some laser X Wing fights, man. Like yeah. that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I remember as a kid thinking that the prequels were tight because the lightsaber fights were better. Yeah, they had better CGI, and as a kid, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, this is awesome. Like when you see Yoda bust that shit out and like yeah. start like fighting. What's his face, Count Dooku? I was like, "Yeah, what?" Yeah, all like the heart, like the Star Wars hardcores were like, "No, man, that's not, that's not whatever." Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, I, like, I didn't give a shit as a kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's one of it's it's one of those weird things. Speaking of lightsaber fights, when like Ray and like Kylo Ren were like being teammates for a hot second at the end dude i was so excited man yeah like i want her i wanted her to turn bad in like a neutral sith way and i wanted to turn turn good in like a neutral jedi way and just like fuck shit up for another movie i don't know like yeah it's kind of yeah it's no it's kind of like what you said you get you get to this point where it's like oh are they really gonna pull the trigger on this thing and they just didn't yeah but like is snoke actually dead is Snoke actually dead, man? Like, did he just cost that much in CG, and that's why he was only <laughs> thrown for like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, because I was on, I was on Reddit a couple of days after I saw it, and they're like, they brought Darth Maul back in like the comic books and the cartoons, so they could bring him back, you know. So he's, but he's like, see, here's my thought, man. If they showed off the power of Luke's Force Ghost, that he was able to like like hand Leia like those dice and stuff and do all this crazy force ghosty things mm-hmm. like what if they're going to use that with like the sith can't the sith do that why can't snoke come back as a force ghost you oh know? yeah like, for is, sure like is he dead you know i don't know i don't know these are all questions <laughs> these are all questions that i don't, I don't i can't answer but also i don't think they're gonna answer no, either after yeah because nope. um there were so many questions at the end of i guess the force awakens and then like a lot of the answers were like well it doesn't matter <laughs> you know what I mean? like, right? dude i don't know i enjoyed rogue one i'm excited for the han solo so thing I'm, mm. i can't wait for them to do like an obi-wan thing or something i don't care if they keep making them for the rest of my life like at least it's something like I don't yeah know. i'm at that point like even with marvel i'm like yeah keep bringing back comic books i've never heard of yeah. I don't really care. There's a lot of shit out there. These are fine. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm on the same page with the Marvel stuff. It it's kind of crazy for me because I was actually just out with someone last night, and we were like watching basketball, and she was like, "Oh, the Black Panther trailer is up there. Do you want to watch that?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, I want to see that." But I'll probably like watch that alone. I have to like watch movies alone because I get this visceral reaction to. <laughs> Dude, I I see movies alone all the time, man. Yeah. And uh, she was like, what do you mean? I was like, well, when I saw the first Avengers in the theaters, I, I like, cried when they were all on the screen together. <laughs> and it was like, a, I, c- I can't believe this is happening. Oh, man. So like, this, <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, because I, growing up, I, I don't even know um, how I afforded it. But I used to spend, like, I used to spend, like, close to $60 on comic books every week. Oh, damn. Yeah. And I don't ever remember working that hard being like i need money for for my comic books i just remember being like here here's money that i've accumulated somehow dude i i didn't even see a comic book until i got got to college dude like i always thought those things went away like years and years ago because like where i grew up man like 
Like, did Max, like, did we talk about that at all? Like, not, I was, not at all. I was, I was about to ask you, but dude, okay. Yeah. So I'll just give you the, I'll just give you the lowdown. I was born and raised in a town called Keene, Nebraska, which has like right now like 12 people. But when I was growing up, it had 17 people. Oh, so sweet. it's got like five houses, a church and a co-op. And it's in the middle oh, of wow. nowhere in Nebraska. Like, were you one of, so now there's 12 and you made it drop down to 17 as well after leaving there? No, or? it's probably at like, yeah, it, it it's at twelve since since like my siblings left, you know. Like, oh, okay. You know, like it like everyone had kids and now that all kids are gone. Yeah. But it's like like my family homesteaded it. Like I'm like the fifth generation technically to live on it. Like they came over oh. when like the brat like after like post civil war, so Swedish like we have like records of the Swedish side. They came over and uh homesteaded this place and built a church and like so I've lived in that spot like my whole mm. life. And, Holy and, smokes! And like my dad, same thing. He moved a mi- from a mile away. So like we, you know, there was like a sod house there before our house was there. <laughs> like oh wow, yeah, not literally, but it was a house with no running water or electricity. You know, mm. like old school yeah. shit. So then I went to school in a town that like my graduating class was sixteen, seventeen people. Like mm. that was my high school graduating class, and then like. And then I went to Wayne State College, which is a town of five thousand people. Yeah, <laughs> so I went to college. You know what I mean. And then I went to, and then, and, and then I came back down to Lincoln. So I went to Wayne State for two years, and I went, to, and I came back to Lincoln. That's where I got my first taste in Lincoln. And then mm. I quit school to go back and farm. So I yeah. was back home. Like, Farming, yeah, Max. Before I, I remember rolling up in the bus or, yeah, to your house. He was like. Yeah, man, this dude's super sick. He's like an he's like a farmer, and like I'm like okay, but I like. Do you mean like literally, like actually, yeah, like, like literally, like my main job up until this most recent job that I got in November, mm-hmm. like I, it's a family farm. It's, it's called yeah. Ferrix Brothers Incorporated, which is my 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 uncle and my dad. Yeah, you know? that's that's crazy because I because like with Max and like. Not that he's like a shit talker, but I was like, no. I was like, are you playing? He's a hype me? Man. Like, yeah, I was like, I don't know if you're pulling my leg right now or like, I don't. What's going on? You know? No. Uh, when Max first came through, I was just sharing my time. I'd go home and farm for like a month or two months and come back. To yeah. Lincoln and essentially just mess around. Like, oh wow! Because I wasn't paying for rent at home, so I could pay for rent in a place in Lincoln and just oh yeah did, yeah did that thing, you know. And then it just turned to me being Lincoln, like for for longer than not. But yeah, like we grow corn and soybeans. We don't have any cows or chickens, nothing like that. But like mm-hmm. we farm, we farm twenty two hundred acres of just corn and soybeans. So like two thousand acres, three Holy dudes. Holy shit! Like big machinery, how, man. <laughs> how does that? I, I, how does that even work out? That's like blowing my mind a little bit. Like how does how does that? How do you like? What do you do? Like, like <laughs> <laughs> right now it's the winter, so we don't do shit. There's nothing happening. Like, okay, and then like come the springtime, you got to do some fertilizing, which is you know, and then and some like tillage and cultivation to kind of get the ground ready, and then come when it gets warm, that's that's when you plant, and mm-hmm. then and then once you, and you do some more fertilizing, some spraying. Well, it depends yeah. on who you are. Some guys don't spray, some guys do. Yeah, but you do some of that, and then you water it. That's the summer irrigation, mm-hmm. and then you stop watering it, and then you pick it, and that's oh, the my fall. God. So like, Damn, dude. So because we have so much for three people, like we just, it's just, we just do it incrementally with very large, very large equipment. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's crazy, dude. That's kind of cool. How was it like, so you're in Lincoln now and I've obviously been there and like, it's this cool kind of little city town. It's, yeah. I wouldn't say it's like it, it, what, when uh, Max was explaining it to me, explaining what Lincoln is like to me at first, I was like, all right, I don't. 
you know, that's like the Midwest. It's like in the middle of nowhere. I don't know what that could yep. even look like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or if it could even like, this is a bad way of putting it, but like even be cool to hang dude, out in. Dude, trust like, me. I, I've heard everything. You're not going to, yeah. dude. Yeah. You're totally right. <laughs> yeah. But then we get there and I'm like, oh, this is like a, this is like a city. You you mean like, this is like a real city, city. That I didn't expect that. Right. <laughs> so from going from, I guess, being surrounded by like not a lot of people your whole life and then farming and then now you're there full time, I guess. Is it, I guess since you were going back and forth, was it easier to make that kind of transition? I think so. I think going to Wayne State at a high school was a nice transition because like I finally had like a McDonald's and a 24 hour gas station. And I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing. Like oh, that, man. that, that, that was the upgrade. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then like, as I got towards 21, I was like, Oh, Lincoln has cool bars. And so yeah. like, I, I already kind of gradually progressed, but then when I went back home, I tried mm. to make a run for it. I tried to really like be a down home boy. But at the mm. end, man, like as much as I love my friends from back home, yeah, we're not on the same page. <laughs> yeah. So like I kind of wanted to get out and then it's because of that. That's what this may be being okay with being in the city. And, but even Lincoln, man, it's not even that big of a city. Like I've kind of lived in Omaha. I was playing in a band called mm-hmm. the Talbot brothers that was at Omaha. So yeah. I was like being there a bunch and Omaha's a million people, you know, it's, 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 that's yeah. a city, you know? Mm-hmm. And like Lincoln's college town, but I like that, that size of place. Like, cause Lincoln's oh, got a cool nice. scene, man. Like, like yeah. there's a lot of DIY art scenes. There's there's like an underground punk scene. There's there's like rap scenes. There's rock scenes. I mean, it's really cool. I mean, like I know I didn't spend that much time there, but it's like definitely a place. Uh, Max kept making this joke of like, oh, this this trip has slowly become. Where's Paul gonna move? <laughs> like, because. Uh, Max and I had this conversation on the trip and I, we might've talked about it on an episode that he was on, but other than, um, California and being lucky enough to like live in South Korea, I've only been on the Northeast. Like, Word. And like, sure. I've done like road trips with the family down to Florida, but that's not like that. You're not really, you know, when you're doing like a family trip, yeah. not, you're not doing the real thing. So this was like the first time I got to experience towns the way I would want to. I feel you. Yeah. And um, I forgot where I was going with this, but Lincoln is like a place that when I think about, okay, I want to go travel again. I got to stop. I got to You like, you got, I got to stop there again. You know, dude, that's like why I love it, man, is because like, like, because I'm in a band, we can travel out from Lincoln and it's, Mm -hmm. and it's like halfway to everywhere, you know? So, so like, but I also see the same way, man. If you're coming through town, roll through Lincoln. We're a great spot to come hang out. And like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people who do that and end up just like staying here. They're like, oh, this is cool, actually. Like, yeah. like the drummer in this band, the shirt I'm wearing, the Stony Lonesomes, Evan Bottles mm-hmm. and Stony Lonesomes. Mm-hmm. He, he used to be the drummer for Shooter Jennings. I don't know if you know him or not, but he's like Waylon Jennings' kid, big country guy. Oh, okay. But, but he's also drummed for like Pink and shit. Like, mm-hmm. anyways, he he came through Lincoln playing a show and like essentially like met a girl and liked the place and was like, okay, I'm just gonna live here now. Yeah. It's like, wait, how much is rent here? Like, <laughs> like I'm paying seven twenty five for a duplex with a yard. Yeah, total. <laughs> so my, so my share is half of that. Oh my gosh! But like, I mean, it wasn't that hard of a transition because like Lincoln was the college town, and like you come yeah. to Lincoln for the Husker games, and you come to Lincoln for all this stuff. But like at the same mm-hmm. point in time, like my heart's still in Western Nebraska. Like I still like that's the scenery I see in my mind when I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, like that's home. 
Yeah. And like Lincoln's got that to a certain degree. I can get, I can go out and experience that. But mm-hmm. I do, even though I'm not even in a big city, man, like it's not mm-hmm. that big. I yeah. miss, I do miss the like, oh, I can just go out and like look out for 15 miles in any direction and not see another living human being. And that part yeah. for me is like, ah, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like, it's like we, like, I kind of play the same game. Like, when we go tour, I'm in mm-hmm. these towns. I'm like, oh, dude, Austin's dope. I could live here. Oh, man. Like, uh, oh, what was it? There was some town I thought was like Lansing, Michigan. I was like, oh, this yeah. is actually kind of tight. Man. I don't know. I could yeah. be in Michigan. But, yeah. then I, but then I get back home and I see like the flat nothing of Nebraska, which everyone makes fun of. And I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, man, that's home to me. Like, that's like, cool. You know, I don't know. It's like, Everybody has their own, I guess, sort of vision of that in their head. And, like, that's another thing, too, that um, that made me kind of really enjoy where I'm at now as well, where it's just, like, every town we went to, this is, like, uh, we're, like, going to a lot of people's homes. Like, we went to your home, and but, like, also home in the greater sense of what that means, you know? Yeah, yeah. And not just, like, the, the place where you go to bed. Your it's, home environment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's weird that this is my home, but where I, because it's kind of, it's just like a weird suburban thing. But it's still like I can't even imagine what that's like. Like the the emptiness and the the not empty. That sounds negative. No, I meant like the it's uh, empty in the sense of what most people think of the word. Yeah, there's not a lot yeah. there. But it was kind of I I kind of enjoyed it driving in and driving out because it's just like I've never seen anything like that before. It was like blowing. I was like this is crazy and this is all still in America. I was like freaking out. Like like anyone that's like ever came through they're like, "Well, I've seen pictures. It looks so boring." And then you get there, I'm like, "Yeah, because you're looking 25 miles to the horizon and you're seeing yeah. everything move at different speeds laterally as you drive past and all these different Yeah. It's like this like I don't know. It's but it but like you said, man, it's the great American desert. Like it's just flat. Like yeah. there's nothing happening and that's an attribute all into itself. And like I like the mountains, I like the trees, I like the oceans. That's mm-hmm. cool too, but like Nebraska's got this weird thing of like you either hate it or you love it. And there's, you know, yeah. like there's some people like this is fucking terrible. I want to drive through as fast as possible. And there's some people who are like, "Well, what's happening?" I don't know. Yeah, we actually <laughs> met somebody the um, the day before we came because we got stuck in Colorado, mm-hmm. and we we met like a bunch of people that just like wanted to see the bus. That was easily easily one of my worst and like kind of best nights at the same time. Because <laughs> uh, people just wouldn't leave. <laughs> no, I mean no, it wasn't that so much. I so when we got stuck, I like just found a bar we could hang out at from like three until like the highway got clear. And um, I had um, a certain kind of IPA that I've never heard of before, and I broke out in hives and threw up and, like, felt super oh, sick. Oh, damn. Yeah, I had, like, a terrible allergic reaction to a beer. And then oh, man. Um, that same night, we met a whole bunch of other people, and this one girl was saying how she hates driving through Nebraska. And I was like, I can't say anything about it. I've never been there. And Max was like, no, it's super cool. We're going to hang out at these super cool places. And she's just like, like you said, some people love it. Some people hate it. It's yeah. I mean, like we always talk shit on Iowa and Kansas, but they're the same places as Nebraska is for the most part. Like, yeah. you know, like, and they make fun of Nebraskans because you know, like. But at the same time, like, 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 I like, I like the West. I've always been a fan of the West. I've enjoyed my time on the East Coast, but there's something about yeah. like the American West that like you can't find anywhere else. Like, it's its what, own thing. Like, where at specifically? Like, I'm talking more like geography. I mean, oh. just like 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 the animals that exist, like the like the different geographical combinations that happen, like 
near the Rocky Mountains and just mm-hmm. the like diversity of the land as it goes through. Like yeah. I, I love how the land looks. And like you get more towards the East Coast and there's this urban sprawl that like there mm-hmm. isn't large untouched pieces of land. But like the further west I go, like I love driving through southern Idaho. It's like you're on a different planet, man. It's like you're on yeah. Mars because it's it's like giant plateaus, and then they sit and then they go down, and mm. then it's just like desert driving. It's like next gas, eighty miles, and it's like oh man, fuck, where am I? <laughs> yeah, and, and like that's to me that's really cool. But I also grew up in the middle of nowhere, and so like yeah. I like to find other places that like it's just me and the animals like hanging yeah. out. Like, like I remind up. you of of where you grew up. Yeah, yeah, and just, like, different, like, I think in, inherent human traits, if you're exposed to that source of stimuli while, like, your brain's developing, especially, like, mm-hmm. you're more inclined to want those things, but at the same time, I think there is a more of, like, a deeper, like, not primal, but, like, a deeper aspect of, like, just exploring the land and looking and touching and, like, seeing what, yeah. you know, what does this caterpillar feel like? <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, shit I did as a kid, but I get older, and I'm like... I still want to do those things. Like I love, like I would love to go hiking more and stuff and just go like, see what's happening. Yeah. There's something, um, really that made me think of something really interesting being like, even though I grew up in the suburbs, but I'm very much like a Northeastern person, I guess like I'm making a sweeping, I'm about to make like a sweeping statement about people from the Northeast, but (laughs) just based on me being kind of limp when it comes to like hiking and taking care of myself and camp, I like when I say limp, it's just like, I don't know how to do any of those things. And I think, uh, like this trip made me realize like, Oh my God, I just like don't know a lot of stuff and Max needs to walk me through it. Kind of. Well, I mean, I think you just learn as you go. I think like we underestimate like some of the like responses that we should just trust of like I need to find a safe place to eat and then like yeah. you gotta think through that. I don't you know, I don't know. Like like I've like living where I lived, like mm-hmm. like like we like we'd lose power for like a week or yeah. something. And like like there's one time we lost power for nineteen days. We had an Whoa. ice storm and we lost power for nineteen days. So like what do you do? So what yeah. do you do? Okay, now you got a family, your grandparents are now over, the neighbors' kids are over, and like I had to find something to do. <laughs> like yeah. we, you know, we got water and did these other things. But after that was over and the power came back on, mm-hmm. I I'd admit I was kinda like, Oh man, it's like camp was over. <laughs> like we yeah. were like hanging out, like it got yeah. really like old timey, you know? Yeah. And, but like and and the thing I like about Lincoln is that I can still get that. And like and there's like if I wanted to move outside of town or something. And then but the fact that you can also come into town and like Lincoln, mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I wish you could have spent spent some more time here, man. Because like yeah, same. Like there's just such an interesting community here that feels very much like your other college towns in like the southeast and like the south, like Austin and Athens mm-hmm. and some of those places of like it's the one place that's different than the rest of the state. Yeah. And like it, I said that lovingly. But. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really cool. I one thing um I will definitely say that is like I think everyone I met out there while we were there like just were just super nice people. And that's like not something I'm used to being from the the northeastern tri-state area, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like we uh I th- I think Max told you, but we spent like the next day just at the at the bay the at whole the day. Bay. Yeah. yeah. What'd you think of the bay, man? That was the coolest fucking place I've ever seen, dude. <laughs> I was like, my mind was blown. And yeah. uh Max was like, Are you okay? I was like, Yeah, I mean like we kinda just woke up. I'm a little hungover. I need coffee and I need to take a dump eventually. But after that, like I'll i I'll start having some Fire you know, it up. <laughs> yeah. But right now I'm I'm at a loss and you just it But everyone I met 
in there because we were I, th- I feel like we were literally there from like 11 to like four and we're just like fuck it we're not going to chicago anymore because <laughs> like yeah i don't even think we went to chicago no we didn't but i don't remember where we slept that night or how anything worked out that <laughs> yeah it's kind of crazy how blurs together a bit yeah um but like i met the dude um his name is matthew who works at the skate shop in there mm-hmm. and max was you know shitting on me because my phone was basically broken because it would yeah. never hold a charge and then he's like oh here just take my extra like battery charger and i was like what like i can give you money he's like no nah, man just take it dude and like being super <laughs> nice and everyone else was just like super nice and like willing to talk and like it, it's 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 kind of crazy that like i guess it is more spread out than new york and new york everyone's so bunched up but no one like really talks to each other and i think a lot of that dude is is the culture because like because like where i come from you see somebody on the street that might be the only person you see all day so you're like yeah hey man <laughs> and, like, and they know who you are for the most part so it's like hey and then you talk about yeah. the, like small talk with old guys in small towns because yeah. you're the they see somebody new and they're like oh oh, oh someone different hey what's up how's it going how's it yeah. how going and like it, but it has this definite thing because like like because i think it's just a, the amount of people man if you're just used to mm-hmm. seeing different people all the time every day as opposed to seeing the same people sometime you know yeah. like every week it just bleeds into a culture of like, well, be accommodating because you don't know who that person is, and like, it's not yeah. like a new person's gonna come around anytime soon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like who's gonna be strolling through Lincoln? Like, it's so that's why we're always so jazzed, and everyone wants to come stop here because they're like, yeah, yeah, dude, coming out. Like, yeah, no one ever wants to come here. It's kind of crazy, like, cause um, I don't really even know any of my neighbors, but since I came back home. Like, when I see one of my neighbors who walks by, who I'm pretty sure she doesn't like me or hasn't liked me for the time <laughs> she's lived here. But I don't, it could just be, like, a New York thing, though. But yeah. I was just, like, I just started slowly being, like, not just, like, oh, hey, how are you? I would say that, and then I would just say another statement to make it seem like we're about to have a conversation. And slowly, as the as the weeks have been going on since I've been back, now every time she fucking walks out, we have a little quick conversation and I feel really stoked about that. Dude, I'm telling you that exact thing, man, that's, that's, that's what's missing. Not not to make some grand statement, but like, no, that's cool. That's kind of what's missing from a lot of, I think like people's interactions with each other. And like, it's, it's no one's fault. It's just like, we got to this thing where you start to suspect your neighbors for like, Mm -hmm. you don't know what you have. No, it's not like a prejudice. It's just like, no, no. Yeah. If that's a random person, what can random people do? Random people do all of these things. And like, so like, but I think the more that we break that barrier down, the more we realize it's just like, oh, yeah, we're neighbors. We should probably, like, be on the same page about some shit, right? You know, because yeah. we're, like, we're right here. And, like, and that's about, like, building community. And that's one thing, like, a lot of my friends are doing here in Lincoln, especially with the Bay. That's their whole mm-hmm. shit, man, is, like, yeah. to, just to, like, get people to hang out and, like, do something. Yeah. And, and I think in Nebraska, there isn't a lot. There's not a lot to do. So we get pretty yeah. good at just, like, the shooting the breeze and shooting the shit yeah there's ain't nothing happening man yeah it was <laughs> it's funny i got told this multiple times by different people all along the trip after we left uh we didn't stay anywhere in the northeast which i'm pretty uh, other than um pittsburgh but that was at the end 
But like since leaving, a lot of people like told me like, dude, you don't need to walk around the way you walk around. And I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, your face looks like this all the fucking time. Like I just look, <laughs> I just look mad. And I was like, I'm not mad. That's just my face. And it's like, you're not in New York anymore. You can say hello to people. You can yeah. smile. That's you can like wave. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. And then as we started going around, I was just like, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to start talking to people because not that like being, well, I, no. for me, being closed off is kind of wrong and it's kind of fucked up, but like, I definitely think there are certain, like, like circumstances. If you are shoved with that many people and the variable is that high, it's probably a better survival trait to not talk to everybody that, that you run into just because you never know. But yeah. at the same time, like, like once you start doing it, you start to pick up who's, who's receptible and like who might, mm-hmm. you know, the, the cues of things. So yeah, it's all takes, like a, Oh, what are you going to say? I'm sorry. I was going to say it just takes practice. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, for sure. And it's like a definitely like a case by case basis when I talk to, you know, when you talk to anybody. It's got to feel right. It's got to be. Yeah. Right. Like, it's, I'm like, I'm like an imposing guy for the most part, like for mm, some people. Like, yeah. So I make sure that I like am the first person that like usually like say something dumb. <laughs> like, yeah. like we're in an elevator. I'm like, I'm like, you know, like, well, I don't know why they don't order these buttons different. This thing kind of looks like a Christmas tree or like something yeah. fucking stupid. And they're like, that was dumb. And yeah. they're immediately like, disarmed you know it's like yeah oh, yeah you know, like the good. um the shield is down that kind yeah. of like public shield that you put up kind of or the do- mask is off like how dogs do when they roll to other animals and they show them their belly they're like hey i'm not messing with you right now like i'm just like i'm cool i'm chill yeah and, like, and it's not I, mean, I don't know i've always just kind of been raised like if no one's gonna break the ice you should just because someone's got to yeah <laughs> i I st- I'm only recently started thinking like that because I realized if I don't, I'm just standing there silent in front of another person. <laughs> like, <laughs> like right? just, yeah, even That's like dad up to yeah. like, <laughs> not really, but yeah. <laughs> even like up to the before the trip, I was like, I would hang out with like, I'd be like, yeah, let's me and you just hang out, like, and then I would we'd do the regular like, oh hey, how are you doing? Like, oh good, this is what's new. And then it would just do that, like, silent, that awkward, that pregnant, like, pause and, like, let's get it. Let's, like, take a sip of our beers. And <laughs> now we're looking around and, like. But dude, that's how I just bring up the weather, man. I don't care how everyone wants to, wants to shit on talking about the weather. It affects every human and we can yeah. talk about it. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of the, yeah. And that's one of the things that I would do uh, talking to this neighbor because we've had crazy weather for the past two weeks where it's like, okay, cool, super snowstorm. And then mm-hmm. a week later, it's 60 degrees. Yeah, dude, right now it's 50 out and we're going to get snow tomorrow night. Oh my god. But yeah, yeah. it's fucking wild. So there was one day where 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 it was the day after it was like a 60 degree day and I was out there smoking a cigarette just like shivering and then I looked at her and like this was after we had been doing the whole like hey, what's up kind of thing. And then um I kind of just shrugged and she was just like, "Yeah, it's too fucking cold. This world is bipolar." And I was like, "Yeah, I hate it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that stuff, man. Yeah, and I was like, man, this is sick. Like, and I thought the same thing. Where, where, like, she walked inside, and I was, and we had a long, a little bit longer conversation than that. But, and I'm still out there smoking, and I'm like, was it lame to just like, you know, bullshit about the weather? But I got to talk to somebody today, so maybe not. You know? Yeah, I, I think where where people draw criticism from that, I think, is when we think about like what's a valuable conversation, and I think the small talk of talking about the weather or something like that is valuable because it's so. 
it, it, it's like a dad joke. It won't offend anybody. And you got to yeah. start there. You got to have that icebreaker of just like, hey, I'm not a crazy person. You're not a crazy person? Tight. High five. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about the weather and then we can go from there, you know? And yeah. I don't, like, I just, I, I'm, a, I'm more of an extrovert than most in, in mm-hmm. a lot of cases. And, and I just, but I also like, I totally understand like the introvert's cause, but at the same time, like it's one of the, I want to learn from you, and as and I'll mm. shut up more often, and you should learn from me, because you should probably yeah. talk to some people more often. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's it's one of those things because I um even like when I first started this thing and like the whole reason I started it is so I could get better at talking to people because I was definitely like one of the people who's just like yeah yeah what's up yeah cool i shouldn't talk about music what if they don't like the music that i like yeah uh, that guy that was me it, it, that could be like literally everything but uh <laughs> it didn't no, have I, to be music but you know what i mean no I, I totally know what you mean man i totally know what you mean i just i don't know like i i like traveling and like and i think traveling is is like it's the best cure for a lot of social ailments so just like go out there and just see what's up and I think, and like when I heard that Max had a friend that was doing a podcast right around, I'm like, I'm like, dope. That's cool. He's seeing like the rest of America, like, and, and not yeah. that like because there is a stereotype about like East Coast people, that kind of like, well, there's so much to, you can bounce around on the East Coast so much, you kind of just hang mm-hmm. out there. And yeah. like, who wants to go hang out in Lincoln, Nebraska? I'm like, yeah, well, I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, Give it, a shot. It's one of those things too, uh, to like go back to what we were just talking about about like how when there are more people in a certain place, maybe it's a little safer not to like, just be what's up to everybody. So like, even when it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, I can drive maybe 20 minutes to a train and then be in the city all night and like go to all these different places. But I would still just not talk to anybody doing that. And like, I, I feel like this trip anyway, you're right. It is like a, a cure or like a, a something to help yeah. uh, alleviate that weird, social anxiety because it's just like okay if i stay here and try to if i stayed in new york and like tried to do that in new york right i'd be like dude this never fucking work because all these people just think the same way i do you know what i mean yeah exactly and i think that would just lend itself to like like being better at picking up the like like the place because it's probably better to more or less act the way new yorkers act and but then if you find yourself in a situation where like say you stub someone's toe on a subway you can just be like Oh hey man, no, I'm sorry about that. Oh hey man, bro, it's cool, you know. And you just, you just get better at that little thing, and it's like it's case to case. You're not going to talk to all five million of you, you know. Yeah. That can happen, but like yeah. I don't. I think it does it definitely has something to do with population density, and like this is the biggest city I've ever actually officially lived in, even though I've visited uh, Lincoln. A lot. Yeah, dude. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm still talking from bias here of like I'm used to like nothing. This is already a lot of people. I'm getting mad at our rush hour traffic because it takes me like ten minutes to get to work instead of five. Mm. So like <laughs> I am. It's all relative, you know. Yeah, we we started this with a Mac story about you like bouncing around Yonkers and I didn't realize because I didn't know that you came from like a place where there wasn't many people. Um, so how, like in detail, how is it like being around like, like that, like that kind of, or that with that many people around or that kind of closed space? Like what is that the first time or if that um, was the first time or not really the first time, but definitely the first time within that context, you know, like that was a very like extreme example, but I mean, mm-hmm. it was exhilarating. Like I loved it. Cause like yeah. growing up, I only thing I wanted to do is go hang out with people. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. God damn it. I'm just out <laughs> here with my family. And, I, and like me and my, me and my siblings, my family are close because we only had each other for a long time. Like we yeah. can't, can't ride my bike to the neighbor's house three miles away. You know, it's gravel roads. Uh-huh. But 
it was awesome. Like I, I, I like dressing a certain way to like convey a certain message in a lot of cases. Like I'll dress like a rock and roller. So then someone like mm-hmm. thinks I'm probably cool so that I can carry yeah. myself and not cause I think that way, but it's like that way when I start a conversation with somebody, I can kind of assume where they're going to be coming from and mm-hmm. the same, the same way when I dress like, like a cowboy, like, mm-hmm. you know, that way I can kind of assume where someone, you know, so that way I could roll into it. But like, I like playing a character. So like, that's mm-hmm. how I kind of get over my, you know, that's why I, I, I use my extroversion. So going mm-hmm. to those places, man, I, I just, I loved it. I'm just in there. I'm okay. Who am I right now? I'm this person. I'm doing this. And it's, it's still me, but it's like, that's just how I like pump myself up to like experience it. Like, right. Like it, you're writing a story in your head, you know? Mm-hmm. So you can move forward and then get to that conversation, like move quickly through that yeah. stuff instead of thinking too much about yourself in yeah. a weird way. I don't know if that made any sense. I'm sorry. No, yeah, I mean, I, I can see that. Like, it's just like, like, it's almost as, as if in, it's, it's hard to get it to a certain point where you're not making preconceived notions about other people that you run into. But if you just walk, like walk into there, like, like my, my usual thing I run with is like, okay, I'm like the country guy. So like, I'm probably the most country person here right now. So if mm-hmm. anyone like bumps into me, I talk with like an accent, like, oh yeah, we're just kind of hanging out here and, you know, in like link here in like New York city, my first time here in New York city. Yeah. I can just pop that on real quick for a conversation and they're like, Oh my God, your accent's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I can ease through that social situation. Like yeah. where things are going. That's pretty slick. So it's like fun to like play with people because I won't see them again. So it's like, I'm so used to being have to be careful about everything I say. Cause I see that person the next day, the next day, the next day, the next, right. But this person I'm never going to see again. So that's like a whole new realm of opportunity. Yeah. That's, like you would believe, awesome, yeah. You would not believe Tinder in Lincoln. It just mm. ends at a certain point. You're like, well, you're just okay. That's that's all of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all of the people that I know now. Okay, yeah, that's okay. so funny. Oh my goodness, it's just like, do you see yourself? Hold on, that's still making me giggle. Um, would <laughs> you see yourself like in the future moving to a place that has like? tons of people like in new york or like a philly or something or or like are you gonna try and like move move back to what you envision as home as you were saying earlier i mean that's a for me that that's just that's like a running question that i always keep my mind like right now i'm starting in a new field that like Mm -hmm. could keep me as make it become a career so like if 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 i find a new job that moves you to a city that's a way better upgrade then maybe okay i'll just jump on that and do it but that's mm-hmm. not the goal. Like I, I want to make it work in Lincoln because mm-hmm. I love Nebraska. Like my family's he- like from here. The last place my family lived was Europe. You know, like we went yeah. here to there, and we've been doing this thing. And like, like I mean, I don't know. I like to try to be a centrist in the idea of I, I have, I have a certain upbringing in a certain crowd, and there's a certain movement that is now like the majority of people you could say that is kind Mm -hmm. of going against the red state attitude and at the the same time like i think there's so much misunderstanding and a lot of it and a lot don't get me wrong i'm not like justifying anything i'm just saying like as far as getting to the point of having that conversation like the like people just need to understand some things about each other otherwise they're just going to be like still talking the same internet points they read like like, yeah you're you're not talking to a person that's in front of you you're talking to a straw man that you created of this and it's and it's just happens all the time but like if I do stay in Nebraska and I do stay active enough and I do stay plugged in, I would, I would, I would like to get more, more plugged into like whether that's politics or community organizing or something, because I, I just think that 
because of my upbringing where I was at, uh, not a lot of people are, are staying there and they're mostly mm. moving out or, or they don't want to help it. And it's like, well, this is a dying area and maybe I could have a set of skills at some point in time if I work hard enough to help out this dying area yeah, and, and like to help like revitalize it or change it around or do something. So like part of me does want to stay here in Nebraska just because I do feel a tie to the people and to the, and to the place. Oh, that's awesome. But at the same time, I, I can move around and move back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. open enough to, to do something. But I, unless I, like, have a career that lands me in a place where I just can't move, if I end up being flexible, then, yeah, I'll end up here in Nebraska. I'll probably die in Nebraska. But, like, that's, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I've yeah. had a good experience with home. And, and, mm. and well, like, a lot of, like, home in the broader sense of the word. So, like, that's why I think a lot of people are like, oh, man, you want to stay home, stay in the same state rest of your life? I'm like... Yeah, but you know, I'm just different, man. There's I've had a different yeah. thing. Like I had one foot in the old school 1950s, 60s America of like, you know, three channels on the TV, mom and pop stores, you know what I mean? Like that kind mm-hmm. of shit. And yeah. then that quickly transitioned through the 2000s to modern America within out where I was at. So it went from like like I mean like American graffiti, like baked like apple pies on the windowsill kind of shit. To suddenly mm-hmm. like, oh wait, meth is a thing, and all these schools are like losing money, and like oh, the well. energy, it just, it, everything started just like, yeah. So like when the whole Trump shit started happening, a lot of my friends were like, yeah, but he's this and this and this. I'm like, dude, yeah, you're talking about real problems. This guy doesn't give a fuck about those problems. He's just using it to like get politically ahead. But like, yes, you what you're worried about is valid, and like mm-hmm. it needs to be addressed. It's just now it's being wrapped in a message with this other stuff. That I don't actually think you guys believe in, but you're, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And it just sucks. So, like, it's like there have to there have to be people, and I'm not I'm not the only one. I'm not saying that. But there have to be people mm-hmm. who can, who who want to like stick it out and just be like, okay, all my friends from back home who probably will never listen to this podcast. If they do, shout out, uh, <laughs> go what up, what up? But you know, like they they got stuck. They have to work the job they're working in the shithole mm-hmm. town they grew up in because they know nothing else. They got straight D's through high school because they drank all the time and they were promised a football scholarship and it turns out they weren't good enough because they're from a fucking small town. Like, I could have yeah. played football in college. It would have been a shit college. It would have went nowhere. And then mm-hmm. my friends did that and I just feel bad. I'm like, they, they can't get out. They're working at co-ops. They're, working, they're fucking, they're elbow deep in cattle's vaginas pulling calves out. That's what they're doing yeah. with their lives, you know? And it's like, yeah, they're pissed off. Wouldn't you be pissed off if, like, suddenly, like, the best years of your life were high school because you've been fucking hanging out with cattle for the rest, you mm-hmm. know, these last 10 years? But, yeah. you know, yeah, not a lot of IQ hanging out in there. But at the same time, like, just they're good people. They're just, they've only yeah, known think, this thing. I think that's, like, a, a, yeah, I think that's the thing with um, especially a lot of, like, some of the New York people that I know and like some of the people that I used to work with that now that now have moved to like San Francisco, like they kind of don't understand that there's a disconnect between the people that they say they really don't like because they don't talk to them or they don't meet them or they don't understand. They're like you, you said it better than I think I can because I'm a rambling mess and I've been drinking so much coffee, all day. <laughs> but it's kind of like. Yeah, you're not thinking about the good person that's there because it's like they're not like there are definitely bad people, but like I don't think the majority of 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 people are, are like dickheads the way certain 
certain, certain some of my friends see it you know yeah and like don't get me wrong there are dickheads i am not like there are like, oh yeah I no know, yeah and i know them <laughs> <laughs> but, and, like, but at the same time like there's just a lot of people man who like their whole life growing up their dad and their grandpa and whoever else raised them and taught you know like I'm not just saying it's just guys, but you know what I mean? Like that yeah. like generational thing, they only got the news through the mail. And when TV was a new, th- new thing, they watched it every night for an hour. So like mm-hmm. the news wasn't a thing. So everyone's like, you're ignorant of all these issues. It's like, you should be more connected. You can be more connected. But well, that's not necessarily how they th- see things. They have to get up at 6 a.m. and go do shit. Like they're going to yeah. watch funny fail videos on their phone while they're taking a shit. They're not going to see it. Not paying attention to news, like yeah. So then the only news they get is this misinformation, this propaganda stuff, like, like the media that's feeding them these things, that right wing stuff. Like I, I'm, mm. I used to, I used to browse Drudge Report and mm. I Blaze and Fox News, and I remember Breitbart was became a thing. Like yeah, I, I used to read all that stuff just because, like, well, it's a website, isn't that's just as reputable, right? And then I got into yeah. college and I got out in, into the world and I was like, oh. Oh it's yeah! Like, oh shit! But all my friends are like, I just, I'm just as informed as you. I just, I read as much as you, and what I'm reading is saying this. And I'm yeah. like, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not the person equipped then to like have that conversation after that point in time because like, yeah. Then we're just talking sources versus sources, and that shit yeah. sucks. Yeah, usually not the most fun of no, conversations. Not, yeah. So I end up talking about football or some stuff I don't care about just because. Yeah. Someone, they, you know, they're having a bad day. They don't need me to roll in their head. Fucking, fucking their day up you know what i mean yeah <laughs> how's it so um that made me think of a, a cool not a cool question but it's just something that i'm wondering that like it seems like you're like i think you kind of said it earlier too that you're a part of like both sides of this this world you know or both sides of like or you can see you have a better understanding of what people think because you've experienced both is that yeah is it this is so lame this is i i thought i had a good way to cue this up into a question but all i could think of is being like so how does that make you feel or like how does it feel you know like because i i don't understand you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. i think it's it doesn't feel great because on one hand i'm like okay i i have to pick and realize and this is not so much right now but like during the process of this realize things that i used to hold to believe to be true that i have to uh-huh. go back and like revisit like oh wait okay hold on i haven't thought about this thing in a very long time and the last time i thought about this thing the information that i had was wrong so i had to like right. oh shit i gotta rework that thought but there are some things that come up and I'm like well i mean really i i'm, I'm holding on to this i think there's some truth to this like so different things about taxes and like fiscal conservatism. Like there's some different, j- just to use an example, like uh-huh. there's some different like tax things. Cause like we get fucked over by like capital gains tax as a small town farmer. And so like people say, oh, it's only for the CEOs. Well, not really. Like if my dad dies and I inherit something, I get mm. screwed over by this thing that's made for CEOs. So it's like small example, but mm. so like it, it's, I feel like there's hope. I'm, I want to get, to a point where I'm like talking with enough people that I can find a kind of a light at the end of the tunnel that other people guide me towards, you know, like the more input you get, the more you kind of get direction. Yeah. And I think I'm getting to that point, or at least the consciousness of the, like people like more than just me are getting to the point of like trying to find a way to talk to both sides. Mm -hmm. And, but it's just frustrating because in, in Nebraska, especially you have, because Lincoln's like the one, like more like, liberal culture center you have an incredible backlash against anything that's the rest of the state that's even hot as hot as someplace like seattle or somewhere 
So then you yeah. also get the people who come from the other part of the state that have just as hot of the red, which you don't have in those other places. Mm-hmm. You know, like so, like it's a purple state in a lot of ways. And yeah, it makes for interesting conversations, and it's, it makes for a very gray area so you know yeah. like you can't just be a, like a like a more left-leaning person and live in bliss amongst other left-leaning people and you can't be mm. a right-leaning person and live in bliss amongst other right-leaning people yeah i yeah i think that's definitely um a really really true thing because then you're kind of just like sitting in your own smoke right i don't know if that's a real term but like <laughs> <laughs> but you're just no. like yeah you're just like you're not really learning anything new or you're just smelling the same thing i think mm-hmm. um and I, I think it goes back to um what you said too is like those people i guess or at least some of my friends don't travel outside of what they're used to um mm-hmm. like when i got back and i think this kind of kind of relates a little bit um but when i got back i went out to get drinks with my friends and they were like how was the trip that's crazy cool fun stories tattoos like the whole shit and then um there'd be a lull in the conversation and they all came to the consensus that i was somehow brave for doing it for like just leaving for a month interesting yeah. <laughs> and I- <laughs> Like, yeah yeah this one dude was like dude you're so brave i couldn't do that and i'm like there's no bravery involved it's not scary it's still america <laughs> yeah it's not like <laughs> and um i mentioned this briefly uh earlier about all the places i've been but this dude knew i lived in seoul in south korea where i don't know the language i don't know anybody but when i came back from that he wasn't like you're brave he was like oh, okay whatever but for some reason traveling around the country <laughs> that I am from and was born and raised in is a is a brave act. I don't know. Like you just you just drove through Trump's America and crossed the Rockies, man. Like you did <laughs> you, you did some Oregon Trail shit. Like like mm. yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, like like driving through the American West is 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 a feat unto itself because there are a lot of dangers that like just there are inherent in the driving aspect of it. So like, yeah, I get that part, but I don't know if that's necessarily what they're like referencing. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, that's not. <laughs> I'm over here like trying to justify, like, oh, you know, it's kind of treacherous driving, you know, and I guess it's brave to cross the country. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I was, that's definitely, I mean, that's definitely not what this, this one dude in particular was talking about because I said that I was like, yeah, I mean like driving, through Colorado was scary for me and that bus I've never driven that bus until this trip and I was so scared he goes no no just like going to different cities and staying in them for like and I'm like that's the brave part the cool part is the brave part (laughs) (laughs) dude hell yeah I mean Uh, once you get a once you get a taste for it man like that's why I like playing in a band it's because we get to mm -hmm. travel and it's like oh I get an excuse to go out and like see shit yeah that's that's all I'm looking for now ever since I got back is like looking for reasons to to leave again (laughs) (laughs) that sounds so fucked up anyway the uh that's yeah i don't think there's anything brave about going going out and doing that stuff i mean you're definitely right driving could be a little scary and dangerous especially in like max's bus or something bigger Mm -hmm. than a car um but it was just weird the reaction that I got from a lot of the people once I came. A lot of people that I really held close to me 
before I left, and now I'm like, I don't know if I want to hang out with these folks anymore. <laughs> Maybe because I don't know. Time off. Yeah. Not like in a way where like, oh, I'm not friends with you anymore or anything. It's just like, oh, maybe I need a need a break, <laughs> need a quick break, or maybe I'll need a break from me because I'm I'm all about like, yeah, let's go and do this thing. Let's all go out and like, let's try and figure out a reason for us to go out and whatever, and experience stuff that we're not used to. Like, let's feel uncomfortable for a hot second, but then just like love it the rest of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Like, I think. Just humans being the problem-solving animals that we are, you get to a certain point where, like, especially if you can hack those brain cells, like, okay, let's get to a part where I'm kind of uncomfortable. And then I have to mm-hmm. fi- find my way out of it. And then that's all the more rewarding. Like, okay, we're going to roll into a country dancing place in Wyoming. I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then you're having a good time. And you're like, oh, my God, this one time you rolled into this weird line dancing place in Wyoming. Yeah. The best night of my life. Whereas I'm in the same – I'm like, we went to this tombstone bar in the middle of mm-hmm. – I don't know who went – who's – Met au pairs from Sweden and shit. And yeah. Like, um, it turned out yeah. to be great. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that's that's something. And I remember when I was talking about getting stuck in, stuck in Colorado, how it was, like, the best and worst night because I got all sick. But around 11 that night, we drove to Denver. And then Max was like, I want to go to this one bar. It looks like it's the place to hang out. We get inside. There's only two dudes inside singing karaoke to each other. The bartender is outside having a cigarette, and it's literally like five people in this bar. And I was like, this is the weirdest shit <laughs> I have ever seen, but I'm so down. Like, I'm so down for this weirdness. And then um, we end up meeting the bartender. who's <laughs> like smoking a clove out back, and he's like, oh, you guys just rolled in? And, you know, Max being Max, like, yeah, we're on this road trip. And he's explaining it to the bartender, and I'm explaining it to everyone else who's there. And the bartender ends up being like a really fucking cool guy who... Um, was just in um, Porchester at the Capitol Theater because his friend's band played the Capitol. Oh, wow. Yeah, and we ended up hanging out with him almost all night. And, like, after the bar closed, he let us hang out, and I got him on an episode of the podcast. So it's, like, one of those, like, crazy, weird That sounds things. dope. Yeah, it was, it was kind of amazing. It's just one of those, um, like, what you're saying. Like, you kind of just put yourself out there and then you'll probably end up having a, a fucking great time. Yeah. You just end up doing a bunch of cocaine in Madison, Wisconsin, you know, just like, <laughs> however, you know how most nights go, you know? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, not speaking from experience, there's a disclaimer. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we're hitting about an hour now. Um, yeah. and, uh, yeah. So like at this point, um, I like asking my guests if there's anything they want to ask me. And I, I try to be as open and as honest as possible. You can ask me anything. One time, someone asked me who my favorite porn star was, and I felt embarrassed because I couldn't name them. <laughs> the one with the hair. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I was well. like, there... <laughs> it's like there's this one I see on Tumblr all the time. So that's <laughs> My favorite that's porn star is Pamela Anderson. <laughs> it's a safe answer, man. I don't want to think twice of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I'd just be interested if there were any like uh, moments while you're traveling where like mm-hmm. kind of like that maybe not the uncomfortable feeling, but like something led like like suddenly something was happening that was different you've never experienced, but you felt like 
entirely comfortable and like you knew exactly what you needed to do at that moment in time and like like a mm-hmm. flow state happened like well this is different but i'm like rolling with it and like i've never done this before but i'm good at it did any of that kind of things any of that thing happen yeah when we were when we were in new orleans it got really weird um the because it was the second night we had spent uh it was our second night there and we kind of like wanted to like skate and eat and then go to bars and stuff and we were in already in the area where the cool bars are you know yeah um by the way there was one really super cool bar because and i just i love that this is a thing that happened and i like talking about it just for myself but i bought (laughs) a pack of an uh, i bought a pack of american spirits and a shot of jameson for like ten dollars and i've never been to a bar where they like sell like packs of cigarettes from behind the bar and i thought that was the coolest fucking thing oh they do that in nebraska oh they do oh man i'm coming back (laughs) right now (laughs) but anyway so so you're in new orleans you bought cigarettes yeah yeah and we we start bar hopping and all this stuff and you know max likes playing pool or i'm not sure if you knew that but he's like really good at pool he's like a shark you know um so we go to this place and he starts playing pool and i start talking to other people and then i meet the person he's playing pool with who's like kind of a strange strange dude and then i go to the bathroom and max like you know follows me and he's just like yo this guy wants to take take us to an electronica show because he says we need to experience experience New Orleans. And I don't know if I want to... And as he's saying that, I'm like, we're doing it. Like, right now. We're going. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, we have to get in his Range Rover. We have to get in his car. I was like, that's fine. That's fine. But you're sitting in the front, and I'm going to sit in the back, and we're going to fucking get into it, man. What ended up happening was, like, his friend that was going to get us into this Electronica show um, got into a fight and got kicked out. So then we didn't even go to the show, but we were just driving around this Range Rover with this dude who then took us to another bar where we got super drunk for super cheap. And then we showed him the bus. And this was like one of the best moments. Cause it was so weird, but I was so down for it. We, we walk on the bus and like my guitar was like on one of the beds. Cause I didn't want to put it away. Yeah. Out of sheer laziness. Not because I, I play it a lot or anything, but, um, he walks on the bus and he goes, you got a guitar, man, take that thing out. And then Max goes, I don't feel like playing right now, and I don't think Paul wants to play. And he goes, I know, because I am. I'm going to play it. And we're just like, <laughs> I was like, yo, take the fucking guitar out for this dude. <laughs> Let's see what he's got. Yeah, so he, he starts playing, and like my guitar is super out of tune, so he tunes it. And then um, he starts playing these chords. And I'm just like, this song sounds super familiar, but what is it? Because he's kind of fucking up a little bit. He's super drunk, and I'm pretty sure he's like... He was on a, a bunch of other stuff too, but Word. he's just like starts playing. He's a little confused, and then he starts singing. And Max and I look at each other and we're like, "Are you playing Alanis Morissette?" <laughs> and he's like, "He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm playing Ironic. Do you know it? Do you know it? Because I don't know all the words. You guys got to sing it." And me and Max look at each other, just like An you old don't know the old man. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, we didn't know the words, and I was so drunk at that time, so I just, like, hummed the, uh, da, da, like, that little part. And then I was like, nah, I'm not even going to keep doing this, man. This is too weird. It's like, because this guy, first of all, did not look like a guy who was like, I'm going to pick up guitar- a guitar and play Alanis Morissette. He looked True. like... I wouldn't imagine that for a lot of people, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I mean, Alanis Morissette is cool, but, like... 
what's going through your mind when you're like drunk with a bunch of strangers that just rolled into town <laughs> and you're like, I got to play ironic. <laughs> Dude. Clutch. But, Did you guys finish it for him though? No, because we didn't know the words and my phone was broken and I couldn't look up the lyrics. So, because he was like, look up the lyrics. I was like, my phone just turned off, man. And then he was like, all right, let's get, let's go back to the bar. So then we went, we went back to um, that first bar we were at where we had all met. And um, I was like looking real dead, like, like I was about to pass out and go to sleep. And Max was like, yo, man, you can go back to the bus, sleep on the bus. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to leave you. Like, I want to be around. Like, I'm having a good time. I just, you know, need caffeine. You know, maybe they have like a Red Bull or something I can chug. So we go in and Max does all the talking for me. He's like, do you have anything caffeinated? And this bar ends up having like cold brew coffee. Nice. So I was like, he was like, would you want to drink that? It's like 2.30 in the morning. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Of course. I love coffee. So I like chug this whole thing and I'm not really drinking any more alcohol because I'm like, dude, I'm so fucking drunk, whatever. And then um, Max is playing pool again, and I just start talking to this, talking to the bartender. And I don't know how it happened, but one of us like made just a joke about a certain anime, you know, like the Japanese cartoons. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, "You watch that?" And then he named another anime, and he goes, "You watch that too?" And then just because we watched the same animes. He kept giving me like free tequila shots. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So I had like, so like Max and I had like two or three together. And then I just had a couple, I had like maybe two or three by myself while Max was playing pool. And I guess, I think that answers your question. That, cause that's something I've never ever experienced. <laughs> Dude, that sounds tight. Just, I, I love that. Just the whole night. But it turned out being like a really good night. It was also kind of a, an embarrassing night because after the tequila shots i i i found myself um in um in a photo booth where i'd spent like too much money because i didn't know how the photo booth worked and i had and i had like a million uh copies of just pictures of myself wait was those where you're like just staring straight at the camera and like not a lot is actually happening in the pictures yeah i think i might have seen those on instagram yeah, yeah. So I had too many of those because I just wanted one or two, right? So I honestly, after we started traveling, I would just leave them everywhere we went or give them to like my family. <laughs> so they're like, like, dude, what the fuck am I going to do with these? And I just, by the time we got to uh, Nebraska, or else there would have been one in your house, I only had one left that I wanted to give to my brother. So uh, yeah, that's a bummer. But yeah, no, no, that's cool, man. I, I I just like I just like moments where like people kind of like either feel like connected or you just roll with something and you know, like works out. And not in like a, everyone should roll the dice way, but like mm-hmm. you know, you kind of knew something led you to like, yeah, let's just do this. Let's this guy seems okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of the. It's like you said, you get into that flow. You like you know, like it's uncomfortable, but it's not so much so, you know. You know, there's an opportunity in front of you. Yeah, it's like a weird feeling. Like, but you got to, but you got to be like on your toes though to just get yeah. things turned south. You got to like have, but like that's part of what makes it fun because I think both mm-hmm. if both parties are thinking that like, okay, you know, if things go south, I I, I got to ditch this guy. If both parties are thinking that, then you end up having a good time. Yeah, like, if like you both try to, you know, I don't know. Those no, are my favorite experiences. Yeah, for sure. 
we could keep going if you want. Or I mean, we're over an hour. I don't know what you got planned. Nah, man. You know, I think uh, we should. We actually should have one with Max on here. Me, you, and Max. Yeah. I don't. Oh, know. yeah. If yeah. You, no, definitely. I don't know if you have that in the plans for your season or not, but I just think that'd be fun. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. Um, hopefully, we could do it soon too. Yeah. We'll see. I'm yeah. gonna see him. I'm gonna see him in about an hour or so. So I'll talk to him <laughs> about it. Yeah, dude. I'll, um. Oh, oh, another way I like to end these episodes as well. Now that we're at the official end, end. Um. Is there anything you want to say to the people who might be listening? Um. Can I do a shameless plug? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Whatever you want, man. My band's about to release an, uh, a new album. It's, it's not out just yet, though. We just got the masters back. But if you guys like rock and roll music, check out Freak About. <laughs> All right, sweet. <laughs> I mean, that's like how me and Max met. That's like how I don't know if you did. You guys end up meeting Corey and Aaron? Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I think so. That night too, um, I met. Yeah, I met Courtney. We met Courtney at one of the bars over there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm I'm pretty sure I remember I got pretty drunk where Max had to pull me out of the photo booth that's in there because he was like, you're not doing it again. You're at 1867 bar. That makes sense. <laughs> we take a lot of photos there. And then um, I think we, we the three of us, have a photo booth thing, a photo booth strip. I think I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. No, that bar is tight. It's owned by my 26-year-old friend, Kelsey, who, like... She owns a bar in a downtown scene now. It sells all local beers from Nebraska. Oh, that's awesome. It's pretty legit. But I don't yeah. know, man. I guess if, if anything, uh, all you fans out there, just go listen to good rock and roll music. It's, it's, it's out there. Search for it. Find it. Rock and roll is not dead. That's all I really have to say about that. You don't have cool. to listen to me, man. Just go, <laughs> just, go, just go listen to Tom Petty or something and like, like light a candle. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks so much for doing this, dude. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, man. This has been great. Uh, just Yeah. I can't wait to hear it post up and everything. And I've been listening to some episodes here on my on my morning podcast thing. So, uh, Sweet, man. looking forward to it, man. Looking forward to hearing it. Thank you for having me on. It's been great. I hope you can keep doing this and keep traveling and keep talking to more people, man. I can't wait to hear some of the stories from the road. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm uh, excited about it. Sweet. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, dude. Hey, you take care, man. And that was the episode. Thanks so much to Ben for sitting down, taking some time to talk to me, and using your super cool microphone and sounding real good all up in my ears. I hope that translated for you guys listening. And now I'm going to backtrack and say it did translate, so thank Ben for that easy listening experience. It was really good. It was really good. Thanks again. I'm so glad I got to learn about you growing up and Nebraska basically as a whole. I was just... Uh, It was fun talking to you, and I hope we could hang sometime soon when I figure out how to travel again, or when I'm going to travel. Not how. That doesn't make any sense. I don't want to travel. I got legs. I got legs, and I got wheels and wings. I don't have wings, but legs and wheels, that's enough. That's the bare minimum you need to travel, I think. I also want to thank everybody who listened for the past uh, 10 episodes this past season. It really does mean a lot to me. I really also want to thank the people that I see in public on the rare occasion I leave my house that say, hey, how's the podcast going? I hope it's going great. I hope you're doing great. I, I really thank you guys for um, making me feel more important than I actually am. That means so, so much to me. At the top of this episode, I said there was going to be some uh, announcements. 
I said there were cool announcements. Uh, they might not be cool for some of you guys that really like listening to this, because the first one is there will be no episode next week, the week of March 28th. There won't be an episode, unfortunately, but there will be an episode the week following April 4th. Uh, a very special kind of wrap-up episode with some more cool announcements, some cool stuff happening in the Dear Stranger and Friend world. So there will just be one week off, and then we're back on. And then, you know, you'll find out more on April 4th. So I just wanted to make that clear now without, you know, sometimes I post stuff on the internet and people are like, I don't even know what's going on with that because I don't know how to read that's just me. That's just me. I'm being so mean to myself right now. I do know how to read. But anyway, that's the announcement. No episode next week. No episode on the 28th. But there will be an episode on the 4th of April. So come back and tune in to that. But anyway, if you want to keep up with the podcast, keep up with all the updates, all the new things that are happening to Dear Stranger and Friend, you can do so on Facebook at facebook.com slash friend or on Instagram at Dear Stranger and Friend. If you want to keep up with me personally and all the things I'm doing in my life, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at NotPaulMassBad. That's M-A-S-B-A-D. Yes, yes. That is really, really me. Um, at this point, I usually um, I usually say some other stuff about anyway, blah, 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 blah. But again, no episode next week, but there will be the following week, April 4th. Until then, you can catch up on old episodes and if you've been keeping up, you can read all the postscripts that I do for each episode at DearStrangerAndFriend.com. So that's that. That's it. It feels weird to not say, and next week on Dear Stranger and Friend, and make a whole wrestling reference. But this was the episode. This was the season. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, until two weeks from now, I'll see you later. I've been Paul Masbad. This season of Dear Stranger and Friend would not be possible without the help and the love and the support and the friendship and the just general wholesomeness of Max Joel, one of my best friends, a good friend, a good brother, a good, a good man, Max Joel. Thank you so much. Intro theme music by the band DA Dad. You can find more of their music at dadad.bandcamp.com. And the outro music is by Easy Tigress, and you can find more of his music at easytigress.bandcamp.com.